the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Impulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth, and it is an honor and a privilege to be with you once more again, Recovery Radio Houston. You know, this show is about hope, and uh, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, you know, God God has a plan for your life, and I know a lot of people that are listening I uh, haven't really ever had a problem with an addiction, but I can almost promise you that you know somebody that does. And so this show is about bringing re- recovery resources to the community, and it's about giving hope because, you know, I'm in recovery, and uh, the the guests that I have generally are in recovery, and the people that we have on here are doing kingdom work, and there are free resources, uh, whether you're in the bondage of addiction, alcohol, drugs, pornography, whatever it is, we've got free resources. So if you need help and you don't know where to turn, you can email me at pastorjohn at nccgreaterheights.org. That's Pastor John with a J-O-N. Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org. We've got a great show planned today. I've got my brother in Christ, uh, Baron Cheek. Uh, he's been involved in ministry work, kingdom work with me for actually many years, and he's been a, a real pillar at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. You know, we're a church plant, and uh, we call ourselves a recovery church. And you say, well, uh, I'm not an alcohol, an alcoholic or a drug addict. Why should I go to a recovery church? Well, we're a Bible-based, non-denominational, spirit filled recovery church and we truly believe that jesus came to seek and save the lost and uh you know we're a non-denominational church that that believes in reaching out into the community and trying to help people and the truth of the matter is that we're all recovering from something we've all had difficulties we've gone through seasons in life and it might not be alcohol or drugs it might be depression or anxiety or relationship issues you know jesus told us that we would always have trials and tribulations on this earth and this fallen earth and that's absolutely true so anyway Baron is. I'm going to interview Baron in just a, a minute, and and we're going to talk through some stuff. He first gave a teaching at our ministry called Break Every Chain, which meets on Friday nights at 901 Wilson Road in Humble, Texas, at, at our parent church, New Covenant Church. And he gave a teaching several years ago, and I really, really was impressed. And and he's subbed in for me at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, and 
preached for me. You can find some of his uh, preaching on Facebook, on our Facebook page, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. And he's going to sub again for me. Hey, how are you today, Baron? I'm kind of ignoring you over there. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you, Pastor John. I appreciate your, your, your having me on the show tonight. Well, it's an honor to have you here, my brother, and I'm, he's actually going to sub for me this coming Monday on the transformative power of Christ. Um, you know, we've uh, really been an honor to come on Mondays and preach the Word of the Lord, um, And you know, but it is my birthday on Monday. You know, I don't, I'm not going to tell you how many. They're, kind of, they're adding up too many these days. Uh, but so, Baron, we're, we're actually going to go to New Braunfels and and I'm going to actually have a day off, which I've forgotten what those are like. But Baron's going to come in, and he's going to do a good job. I don't, we haven't talked about what he's going to preach about yet, but he's going to sub in for me this Monday. So anyway, let's get going. First, let's start in prayer, as we always should. Father God, we come to you today with uh, just such gratitude. Uh, you know, you are still in the miracle business, and that is wonderful. And we see in our kingdom work, we see your miracles on almost a daily basis. And Father, we just lo- we're just so appreciative of your love and your grace and your forgiveness. And we ask that the words that are said uh, today on the show that they be yours and not ours, and that they reach hearts and minds out there. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Baron. So uh, you know, I I know you. I've known you for the last couple of years, and I know your story. But let's let's spend about five minutes talking about you, and so folks get a feel for who you are. Uh, tell me first of all, where'd you grow up? Actually, I grew up here in in Houston. Um, I lived on the southeast side of Houston, over there by Hobby Airport, and uh, went to school over there. Uh, went to Milby High School, and um, then I moved away. Uh, several different times, but somehow I always end up back in Houston. I'm not quite sure why that is, but it is. Well, you know, like I said earlier, God's got a purpose for everybody's life, and I know you've been involved in all kinds of kingdom work from uh, being an assistant chaplain in the prisons to being involved in Break Every Chain to being involved in, in New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. I know you've got a heart for the Lord. When did you first come to the Lord? Because uh, uh, that's an interesting story. How old were you? I was actually 15 when I when I got saved and, and acknowledged Jesus Christ as my Savior. But to be honest with you, that, that experience was somewhat superficial, and, and I went my way in the world for quite a period of years. Well, I'm no stranger to that, because I did the same thing uh, without question. Um, and in fact, I, I didn't have the advantage. You know, I, I did not grow up in a house that went to church. I mean, if we went on Christmas and Easter, it was a good year. Uh, and, you know, I I really I believed in God my whole life, and I believed in Jesus Christ. I believed that He was the Son, and I, uh, you know, I never doubted that. And and as I went through difficulties in life, I would pray nine one one prayers, you know, things like that. But I really wasn't living for the Lord until I went through my difficulties, and God humbled me, and I, and and then I've given my life completely to the Lord, and and um, you know, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience. It's so liberating. Uh, but in any event, let's get back to you. Uh, so. You, I think you you served in the armed forces for a while. I did, I did. After high school, I went to a year of junior college, and then I went and joined the uh, the Navy. Uh, served in Desert Storm, um, and then I got out. Interestingly, I got out, went to uh, college, uh, junior college, for about a year, and uh, that didn't go the way I wanted. It, in fact, it led to a large crash and burn. Uh, my first experience with um, uh, things that we shouldn't be playing with. And then um, uh, after that, I went into the Army for three years and then got out after three years and, and got into a, a corporate environment. So you, uh, you, you actually served in Desert Storm. I did. Well, thank you for your service. Um, 
I really mean that. That's it's a wonderful thing, um, and I know where your heart is. So I, I, we really appreciate your service. So, you know, the, the audience knows that that listens that I'm in recovery, um, that I went through my difficulties. Uh, that uh, as you and I talked about before the show starts, we both believe uh, in John eight thirty six, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Praise the Lord, Amen. Amen. But you you had your little brush with things as well as I understand it. I did, I did. I, it was mainly about two thousand three through two thousand four. I went through a really hard time where it seemed like everybody I knew uh, planted a knife in my back, including uh, business partners and such. And then um, and then I went through a really bad divorce. And it seemed like the hits just kept on coming, and I had hit the canvas. Um, and I did. I got involved in um, painkillers, pain pain uh, medicines, uh, because I just wanted to go to sleep for about a year. And it seemed like that was going to be the remedy. But after about that year, turned into two years and then three years. And um, it was kind of interesting because uh, it's like the voice of the Lord spoke into me and just said, it's time for you to get back into life. You need to get off the canvas. You need to get back into your life, and you need to be you again. And um, I, I didn't go to, to rehab or anything. I just kind of got back to uh, the fitness programs I, I was actively involved in, reestablished and recalibrated. But honestly, it was the, the will of the Lord that got me back up. Now, that's not to say that I didn't have relapses, that I didn't have uh, some problems with uh, impulsive thinking. But after a while, um, I just kind of say I, I outgrew it, you might say. Well, it sounds like the Lord delivered you, you know, and he delivered me as well. Now, I did have to go to rehab um, because <laughs> I, I, I was on the wrong uh, path for, for a lot longer than you. And um, anyway, that's where God put me. And, and as I've told, shared with my audience before, I was going looking at different rehabs that I was going to go to. And, and I got a phone number of a gentleman, and he told me that he had never gotten sober. Uh, he'd gone through eight rehabs, which uh, – uh, coincidentally, or maybe not so coincidentally, God's hands is everything. My mother had gone through eight rehabs and never got sober from alcohol. And so he said, I never got sober until I went to a faith-based rehab. And I knew in my heart, you know, uh, that's when when uh, God really touched me. And I knew in my heart right then that I was coming home. And that's what I needed. And, and ever since then... Um, you know, God just delivered me from it. I have no desire whatsoever to do any of that. He, you know, because we are new creations in Christ, and uh, when you're set free, you are set free. So, after that, uh, you you began living for the Lord, and and you got a, a desire to go into the ministry. I did. To be honest with you, it just kind of awoken something. I I had truly hit the canvas at that point in time, and was kind of floundering about in life, not really accomplishing anything. But then. Honestly, God put a calling on my life. Um, I got married uh, to my, the woman who is my wife now. She had two stepdaughters, and God brought me into being a father and kind of put me in a position where he's like, okay, I need you to be the father that, that you didn't have. Okay, And that was a big, strong calling to set the example for these children um, because I knew it's like, okay, these, people, these kids are going to follow you. They're going to follow what you do. And then it kind of one thing led to another. I got involved in um, Kendall County Jail Ministry when I lived in Bernie, Texas. And it was interesting because when I was speaking to the inmates, it was like I was speaking to guys who were just like me, had come from the same walks of life, had experienced the same types of brokenness, the same types of abuse, neglect during their childhoods, during their, their family lives. And honestly, it was just a, a compassion that I had for these men 
that were in a position life where in life where they were they were obviously broken they needed a second chance they needed to recalibrate and the fact that they were in a service a chaplain service showed that their heart was in the place to do that and to be honest with you it was just the the love of the lord that spoke through me to them isn't that wonderful when god can speak through you amen you know um when i let go and and let him speak through me that's it's not me <laughs> yeah. yeah you know that's where the power is it's in him not in me I, I can't do anything but but he he can do everything and he is so wonderful and uh, so powerful and he that is within us is greater than he that is within the world um so th- that jail ministry that's so interesting because we've had We've had a couple of people. We had John Hammond, you know, who's, uh, you know, John, who's been coming to the New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, and, and to break every chain. Uh, and he was on not long ago, uh, come uh, through all Jesus' ministry. Uh, it's a powerful ministry. I'm struggling with the name right now. And then we've had Boyd Harrell on many times, who is uh, with Cool Ministries. And Boyd, of course, was uh, was really, you know, he said he started drinking at eight. Uh, he started uh doing intravenous drugs at 13 ended up with multiple prison stints uh and uh has been now i think i saw on facebook the other day 28 years of uninterrupted sobriety praise the lord now that that's can only come through jesus christ in my opinion so you know but he he got picked up cases for things like uh assault and burglary and i mean he was really really lost but he but jesus touched his heart one night in a jail cell but the reason i bring that up is because i've been noticing on facebook they've opened the prisons back up john hammond and his ministry has been going back in and boyd's been going in and boyd has been posting some incredible numbers about you know 70 in the harris county and we're going to get into your experience in harris county 70 prisoners at the first service you know 28 first time salvations 22 uh i'm, I'm these aren't numbers on exact but rededications i mean god touches people when they're at their low that's when he touched me when i was at my, my lowest point in my life you know and and the things that had happened to me were where i thought were the worst things that could possibly happen to me that you know my, my marriage was on the rocks my wife had left me uh my businesses were, were in trouble i'd even gotten arrested and you know and i i just thought these things were so terrible at the time but god used those to turn it around and they turned out to be such wonderful things and he touches hard in in jail that kind of ministry so if you want to support any of these ministries you know it's really important and and then you know of course the open door mission which is in partnership with us uh that takes homeless men and addicted men and transforms lives god is in the miracle business as i said in the opening and 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 he's still touching hearts and minds and when we turn somebody away like boyd uh that was involved in a life of crime and drug use and just going you know why does the path to destruction was on that path man and now he's you know working in the kingdom of the lord how powerful is that i mean when when you've done things like that you've got a we're, we're overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and you've got such a powerful testimony to help people so you you were involved in kendall county and uh then you came over and you were involved here in the harris county system for a while too tell us about that experience honestly that was the most powerful ministry experience in my life and it was unexpected um my church uh, opened up the opportunity to be interviewed and go through the process of being a volunteer chaplain at the Harris County Jail. And I appreciated Kendall County Jail so much. I said, well, yeah, this will be a next step up. Um, the way things are, are set at Harris County Jail, you've got to pass out Bibles to the inmates that have requested it. And if you can talk to them, minister to them, or counsel with them, or set up a Bible study in the cell, it's welcomed. 
But after about three months of passing out Bibles, uh, one day one of the chaplains that works there, a staff member, came and said, hey, do you think you can preach today? And, of course, I said, well, of course, I'd love to preach. Not having a sermon prepared or anything, he says, okay, well, you're on in 30 minutes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I said, okay, I'll, I'll do what I can do here. And interestingly, I went to the restroom and I prayed. And I said, Lord, I wasn't expecting this. I I don't even know what to say. I I don't know what to do. I don't know what these guys want. And he just kind of told me, he says, what have I been teaching you the most lately? And I said, discipline and obedience. And he says, that's what you're going to teach. And so I went in there. They don't have a song service or anything. You just go in there very raw and just start preaching. And it was very intimidating because, you know, a lot of these guys um, came from some very rough backgrounds. Sure. And um, to give them something that they expect was very challenging. But honestly, the Holy Spirit just opened up and started talking to these men. And it was amazing because I come to find out that chaplain that taught that class wasn't going to be available for two more weeks. He went on vacation. Three of the men in the class had put forth a request to have me return the next week. And so I I was like, wow, apparently it went through well. I preached for an hour and a half. Did you, you know? really? And it was pure adrenaline and Holy Spirit it, because I didn't expect it, and it just it just kind of all came forth. But interestingly, at least half of it was preaching to myself. Yeah. So that's just the way God works. When He starts to move, He you know He speaks into hearts, and and it's it's amazing because so many preachers, when the Holy Spirit is really active, it's amazing how many preachers say, "Man, everything that I was preaching was actually preaching to me too." Oh, absolutely. Every time I preach, I preach to myself, too, or at least most of the time, you know, absolutely. I mean, we're human beings, and and, uh, we're engaged in the same war that the Bible talks about, the the war of the the flesh versus the war of the spirit. And uh, we're we're living in this world. I mean, you you can't turn on the TV set today. You can't drive down the street without being tempted by things of the world. And you and I were talking on the way over here uh, about, you know, just tuning out the world. Now's the time to focus on our relationship with Jesus Christ. And, you know, that's I, – I really think – you know, I believe in secular recovery. I believe in 12 steps. I believe in, in smart recovery, cognitive recovery. I believe in having therapy if you need it. And I believe in all these things. But I also believe that people that just go through that, you know, there's too many of them that are just white-knuckling it. You know, mm-hmm. they may be staying away from it, but they're not happy. They're not, they don't have the peace that surpasses all understanding. They don't have a purpose in life. And that if you combine those things, the, those secular th- tools with a spiritual awakening and, and a true intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, the, that's recovery. That, that's deliverance. That's, that, that's the whole enchilada. That's a supernatural supercharged recovery that I want for people. That's why we're on this radio show is because I want people to know that that's possible for anybody. It was possible for me. It was possible for you, Baron. It was possible for Tommy Thompson, who runs the the, the open door mission, who's been sober for thirty eight years. It's, it's it's possible for Boyd Harrell, who was uh, as rough as any of those guys that you preached to in jail, been sober for twenty eight. It's possible for anybody. And and I may not be speaking to people who are in the bondage of addiction right now, but you have family members, you know people, you know co workers. You know we have a lot of people that are quote unquote functional alcoholics um they're not living to their potential they're not living the life that god wanted i'm you know i'm not preaching against somebody that has a glass of wine once a week at dinner or something i'm talking about people that drink 
every day and drink it to excess. And, you know, we're a, the Bible tells us, uh, Jesus said, don't you know when you sin, you're a slave to sin. Paul wrote, you're a slave to whatever you obey. And uh, there are people out there that are, are obey. I saw a really interesting chart, by the way, um, the other day that was talking about not just being a slave to sin, but a slave to people. And it was talking. It had a, a line. It was a bar graph, and it had uh, where, where you're living to please people. You're a slave to them, and that gets us into addiction. We want to impress a girl. We want to hang out with a crowd. We want to. Everybody's going for drinks after work. We want to fit in with the crowd and the world, and then how, the freedom of living for your life for Jesus Christ and, and for God. Um, you know how that's that's true freedom. You know. So much of my life, I looked at it as the opposite. I thought it was free to go party. <laughs> and I thought, you know, living a godly life would be in bondage, but it's just the opposite. It's just the opposite. When you start living for God, you're truly free. And it's it's so wonderful. I'm free, you know, to drive home today and go see my beautiful wife and, and spend time with her or go to see my extended family in Austin and not try to do anything but just be present. That's such a wonderful thing. Oh, my gosh, are we already at two minutes? Oh, I'm sorry, Baron. I was talking too much. <laughs> Time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, we got started late. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I, you know, Baron gave this incredible teaching, um, and uh, and we'll have to have you back on to develop this some more about the war of the of the uh, flesh versus the war of uh, the spirit. Why don't you talk about this last page and what are the signs of some brokenness? Sure, sure. One other thing I've seen is that, uh, especially working with some of the inmates, is the childhoods. The childhoods they have, they don't have a good family environment. There's a lot of uh, anger that has come from either abuse or neglect, and um, a lot of people. This is not news to them. Uh, we've all kind of heard this before, but what the, what people don't understand is how it manifests itself later in life. Yes, and that's kind of what we see a lot with the what I've seen working with people and in my own self. Yeah, you know, our childhood experiences really shape us. I say your personality is shaped by five or six, and a lot of the things that people end up into bondage, it really is a result of childhood trauma. Um, I can see that in my own life, and I know I've shared with you, you can see it in yours. Listen, if you want to get in on the ground floor of a church that that is really come into the center of the community and is seeking to change lives, is seeking to do what Jesus said when he said, preach the gospel to all creation and to make disciples of all nations. If you want to get involved on the ground floor, a non-denominational, Bible-based, spirit-filled recovery church that wants to love people, we're going to love you. We're going to encourage you. Uh, We're slowly growing. We've got plenty of room in our congregation if you're still worried about COVID and you want to spread out and you're welcome to wear a mask if if that's coming. But we're at at 240 West 18th Street in the Heights, downtown Heights, 77008. We're New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. Um, We meet at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, We'd love to meet you. If you want to spend more time with the Lord on a particular Sunday, or you want to check out a new church, or you don't have a home church, uh, please come join us. New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street, 6 p.m. on Sunday evenings. You know, we love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen.